What is up, everybody? Welcome back to On Deck with Max. I'm your host, Maxwell Schaefer. Yes, 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 yes. We are going to talk about the national championship game of college football today, which I want to apologize to all my listeners out there. I said it was going to be close. I said it was going to be 38-30, but man, was I wrong. Georgia throttled TCU 65-7. to And along with throttling TCU, they broke a lot of records. But before we get into the record-breaking, let's talk about the game. So the game started at 7.30, and it was a game for maybe 10 minutes. That's it. This game was over after the first quarter. Georgia went down the field in the first quarter and scored a touchdown. Okay? Georgia's offense looked good. Stetson Bennett let him down, scored a touchdown. First drive. TCU got stopped and we're like okay Georgia looked like they came to play but we no one no one thought that TCU was going to fall apart like they did TCU looked good against Michigan they looked good against everyone else yes they had a few close games but so did Georgia no one expected this outcome so TCU got the ball after the first drive they went three and out but TCU got the ball scored down, went down the field on the first on the second drive, scored a touchdown, seven to seven. I was like, okay, here we go. Here's a shootout. Here comes a game. Here comes a close game. Then Georgia goes down the field. TCU holds them. Field goal, seven to ten. You're like, okay. TCU gets the ball back. Georgia's defense doesn't look like they can stop them. Doesn't I don't know. They went down the field really, really, really fast in the second drive. TCU goes down there on the third drive, and it's like Georgia's defense woke up again. They Flat-out throttled Max Duggan, sacked him, and sacked him. It was like third and 13. How are you going to get the first down unless you throw it really far down the field? I I just I, I don't understand why you would... Why would he not throw the ball away in these instances when he knows if he wants to beat Georgia, you got to make good plays and not get sacked? Well, he got sacked anyway. He, the drive finished, three and out. Georgia gets the ball back, goes down the field, scores a touchdown. Georgia puts up 17 points in the first quarter. It's 17-7 to after the first quarter. Second quarter comes along, and Georgia scores 21 points. TCU scores zero. Zero points were scored. This game felt unreal because at halftime, it was 38-7. to And as a Georgia fan, I'm ha- I was happy. I was, I was cheering. I was excited. I was like, let's go. But... They kept preaching to Georgia and Georgia's fan bases, and ESPN kept putting it out there. And all these other sports networks were talking about how TCU is a second-half team. And that the first the first half of the game, they really don't play the best that they can play. So Georgia doesn't need to be worried about the first half. They need to be worried about the second half because that team shows up then. But that team must not have came to L.A. or even got on the plane because they didn't score a single point after the first quarter. The third quarter comes out. Georgia scores 14 TCU scores zero. Fourth quarter, Georgia scores 13. TCU scores zero. As a Georgia fan, the greatest game of my life. I love watching everyone contribute. Every single person on the offense contributed in some way to help the team win. Everyone on defense contributed in some way to help Georgia win this game. TCU, I I, I don't think they should. They didn't get on the plane to LA. They literally said, oh, you know what? We beat Michigan. That's chill. We're good. We don't want the trophy. And didn't even get on the jet, 
or the the airplane to come to LA, which is sad because I thought it was going to be a good game. I thought it was going to be high scoring, contested. I mean, I'm a Georgia fan. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm happy that we won the national championship, but I thought this game was going to be closer than it was. Now let's get into some of these stats of the game, so you can just see how lopsided this entire game was. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia won in every single statistic point of this game. In total yards, Georgia beat TCU. 589 to 188. In passing yards, Georgia beat them 335 to 152. In rush yards, Georgia won 254 rush yards to TCU's 36. Yards per play, Georgia won 8.2 to 3.7. The first downs, Georgia had 32 first downs. TCU, 9. Nine first downs. Georgia even went forward on fourth and fourth down, and they got it. Turnovers, Georgia did not turn the ball over one time. TCU turned the ball over three times. One fumble loss and two interceptions. Insane. I thought Max Duggan was going to have a really good game. I thought he was going to be a star for TCU in the aspect of he played such a huge role against that win over Michigan, but he just didn't show up. His numbers were he uh, went 14 of 22 for 152 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Those two two interceptions were caught by the same person, the defensive MVP of the national championship, Javon Bullard, a sophomore from Milledgeville, Georgia. Man went off, didn't even get to play in the second half because he hurt his shoulder. He would have had a third one because the guy that took his place almost caught the other interception that happened late in the third quarter. So Max Duggan would have had three interceptions if Javon Buller wouldn't have went out. Now the person that scored the touchdown for TCU was Max Duggan. He ran it in. He was right there in, in the red zone, and he ran it in. But their star wide receiver, Quentin Johnson, that we talked so highly about on the last episode, had one reception, three yards, and zero touchdowns. Three yards and zero touchdowns. Keely Ringo was matched up with Quentin Johnson all night long, and he locked him down. Keely Ringo is going to be a first-round draft pick. He's already declared for the NFL draft. He's going to go. He solidified himself as one of the top corners to be taken in the first round of the draft. TCU has, I mean, hey, I give them props for being at the national championship, but they have no stats in this entire game. 65-7. to seven. <laughs> now, go, now, going over to Georgia's stat line... <laughs> Video game numbers, if I do say so myself. Stetson Bennett went 18 of 25, 304 yards, four touchdowns, and not to mention, he had two rushing touchdowns. He accounted for six touchdowns in the win against TCU. Six touchdowns. Stetson Bennett didn't even play the rest of the fourth quarter. He got taken out right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. He got a Georgia curtain call as the greatest Georgia quarterback of all time. I've caught it. I said it. He is the greatest Georgia quarterback of all time. Put up video game numbers in a national championship. He's won offensive MVP in every single college football bowl game he's played in. And he won offensive MVP in two national championships games. Back-to-back, greatest Georgia quarterback of all time. Rushing. Our running backs had a huge, huge game. Branson Robinson is a freshman. He only played in the fourth quarter. He had seven carries, 42 yards. And two touchdowns. Kenny McIntosh, eight carries, 50 yards, zero touchdowns. Kendall Milton, 10 carries, 33 yards, 
one touchdown. Kendall Milton and Branson Robinson will be back next year for running back. No one's going anywhere for Georgia. So for all the fan, for every college football fan that thinks, oh, these are just Georgia, they're going to fizzle out. Georgia is a force to be reckoned with. This team, not, not even this team, this athletic department of Georgia for their football team is just reloading and reloading. And Kirby Smart's doing such a good job recruiting the best players to come play for Georgia and to get the team back on track to win another national championship. Now going to the receiving side, the wide receivers. A.D. Mitchell had one touchdown. Brock Bowers had one touchdown. Lat McConkey had two touchdowns. Brock Bowers was playing in his home state of L.A., had video game numbers. I'm talking seven receptions, 152 yards, 21.7 average yards, and one touchdown. Absolutely insane. Lad McConkey had five receptions, 88 yards, 17.6 average yards, and two touchdowns. That right there showed that Georgia was ready to come into this game and show everyone that they are the reigning national champions and are now the national champions again, back-to-back. The first time since Alabama did it in 2011 and 2012. Insane. But that that's all the stats we have for this game. Georgia won 65-7. to Absolutely insane. Back-to-back years. Georgia finished 15-0. First time in program history they finished 15-0. But that's not all the first time happened. The records that Georgia broke in this national championship game were insane. So we talked about how they're the first team to go back-to-back since Alabama did it in 2011 and 2012. Well, in 2011 and 2012, we didn't have the college football playoff system. So this is the first team in college football playoff era to win it back-to-back. They're the first team to win it in the playoff era. They also had the largest margin of victory in any postseason or bowl game. Also, in a championship game in the BCS and college football playoff era, they had most consecutive unanswered points in a title game. Stetson Bennett is the first player in the BCS CFP era to score at least two passing touchdowns and two or more rushing touchdowns in a title game. That was ever since Vince Young did it with Texas a long time ago. Stetson Bennett did it. Highest scoring first quarter was 17 points. First half, they had 38 points and third quarter, 14 points in a title game. Stetson Bennett also broke another record. Stetson Bennett passed Aaron Murray for the all-time Georgia single-season passing record. So many records were broken for Georgia on this night. It was insane. Georgia showed up to this game, was like, hey, we're going to win back-to-back national champions. The media says we can't do it. People say we can't do it. They said there's no way. TCU's look good. They beat Michigan. Well, hello? Maybe Michigan was not good. Because TCU came into Georgia's game and just sucked. Put up seven points. Georgia put up 65. Beat them national champion winners. I'm sorry to say it, but I personally believe the Ohio State and Georgia game was the national championship game. That game, I feel like if you put Ohio, that game was so good, but I feel like if you put Ohio State versus TCU, Ohio State would beat TCU in any given day, any time, any place. I have all respect for Ohio State. C.J. Stroud is fantastic. Ohio State's quarterback. Ohio State would have beat TCU. But, I mean, that's all this game had to offer. It it was a blowout, throttle. Georgia destroyed TCU. Back-to-back national champions under Kirby Smart. Um, Georgia went 15-0. TCU, 13-2. Final score was 65-7.
But now speaking on the odds of next season, of who's projected to win uh, the national title next season, I mean, who can really count out Georgia right now? They're on a roll. They've won back-to-back national titles. So, of course, the Bulldogs are odds favorite to win the national title next season, coming in at plus 300 with the roll tide of Alabama trailing with the second-best odd at plus 600, followed by, followed by Ohio State at plus 700, and Michigan at plus 800, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. In my opinion, I think Georgia, if they stay healthy and they get that that um, the new quarterback situation figured out because Stetson Bennett's leaving. He's done. He's done with his eligibility. He's done all he can do. He's got to go on. I think he'll be in the NFL. I really do. I think he'll be a starter. Maybe not in his first year, but I think he'll be in his second year or third year. But we have some really, really good quarterbacks coming up. Carson Beck, Gunnar Stockton, Brock Vandergrift, just to name a few. But they're going to have a really big quarterback battle in the spring to figure out who's going to be starting because. I'm telling you right now, Georgia's not losing talent. They're not, they're, yes, they're losing a few guys to the draft, but all these players that are coming in behind the people that are leaving have already played in these big type games and have already got experience under their belt. Like we have running backs still staying, Branson Robinson staying, Kendall Milton staying, Dejon Edwards is going to still be there, Brock Bowers for wide receiver is going to be there, Lab McConkey is going to still be here, Adani Mitchell is going to be here. Kiers Jackson, Arian Smith are all still going to be here. On the defensive side, Javon Bullard is a sophomore. He's still going to be here. Small Munden Jr. is going to be here. I mean, Malachi Starks is a freshman. He's going to still be here. So Georgia's not losing anyone. They just got to get that quarterback situation figured out. The talent's all around that quarterback. I honestly believe Georgia might win it all again next year. I think Georgia could go back to back to back under Kirby Smart. I honestly believe Georgia could and most likely and probably, I'm going to say it right now, I think Georgia will be national champions next year. They're going to get that quarterback situation figured out in the spring, and who knows? I honestly believe that they're going to figure it out, and come December, January, we're going to see Georgia in the national title in Houston, and they're going to be holding that trophy up again. I mean, College football fans need to understand that Georgia is a force to be reckoned with, and they are here to stay for a long, long, long time. But, yep, that's all we got on this college football national championship. It was a great game. If you're a dog fan, if you're a TCU fan, man, well, um, sorry you had to watch that. But uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about the NFL games. Uh, just a preview. They start uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, January 14th. Uh, at 4.30 and 8.15. And the NFL wildcard round, we got the Seahawks and 49ers tomorrow at 4.30. Chargers and Jaguars tomorrow at 8.15. And then Sunday and Monday, we have a huge slate of games uh, happening to go see who is going to end up in the Super Bowl. So um, that's all we got going today. Um, once again, I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, tuning in to this episode of On Deck with Max. I uh, hope everyone has a great day. Peace.